Hello, I'm Richard Willis, President and CEO of Sankofa International Incorporated, a nonprofit organization that has been doing God's will to help Africa's needy in Africa since 1994. Welcome to the Beyond Beyond podcast, designed to give you the opportunity to dive into a program with limitless possibilities orchestrated by God Almighty. I named the podcast Beyond Beyond because it characterizes the journey. As God takes us to one level, it simply serves as a stepping stone for the next level. Today, it has become a way of life without an end. Now, maybe you have already experienced the same, and maybe not. In any case, my prayer is for God to one day connect us so that together we can soar beyond, beyond, if it be His will. Episode 1 is designed to give you background information on how this life-changing journey began and to provide some lessons learned. So sit back and relax. It's time to soar beyond, beyond. I'm soaring beyond. Beyond, I'm soaring beyond, beyond, I'm to start this journey, I need to take you back to the year 1993. I was a mid-level manager at the U.S. Department of the Interior in Washington, D.C., and late one evening, one of my contract employees, Yao Fobi, came to my office to talk about vacation time for 1994. Yao wanted to take a few extra weeks to return to Ghana, his homeland, to take advantage of some profit-making business opportunities. Yao was born and raised in Ghana, but had been a U.S. citizen for approximately 25 years. We talked for about one hour, and then, out of the clear blue sky, I asked if I could travel with him. Now... You have to understand that this is completely out of character for me. But our conversation ended with Yao agreeing to let me travel with him. We immediately established the global trading company for importing and exporting. We immediately began importing leather goods from Europe. We started making business contacts in Ghana. And for me, the trip to Ghana was plain and simple. It was to secure business relationships to make more money. Because, truth be told, money is the only reason why I would travel to Africa. So, let's fast forward to 1994. The plane has landed in Ghana. I'm excited because this is my first trip to Africa. 
But when my feet touched African soil, God Almighty touched my heart. I knew it was God, even though I had not been to church in some 25 years. I had not praised or worshipped him in 25 years, but I knew it was God. God then whispered that he had other reasons for me being in Ghana. I submitted, and God changed profit motive to altruism. The global trading company was dead, and Yao and I established Sankofa International Incorporated, a nonprofit organization to help Africa's needy become self-sustaining, starting in Ghana. So, let's fast forward to 1996. Now, for sure, I submitted to God, and that was real. But that submission did not take place overnight. I was walking the fence, trying to do my way while still trying to figure out how to do it God's way. But in 1996, I ran into some serious problems. Number one, Yao informed me that this would be his final trip to Ghana with me due to personal family issues. I tried but could not get Yao to change his mind. So I had to make a decision. Will I stop or will I continue without Yao? God stepped in and asked, who do I trust? I said, God, I trust you. God said, then go without Yao. And so that's what I did. That leads me to problem two. I told God that I would trust him and I was serious, but truth be told, I did not know God's word. God led me to the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden under the leadership of John K. Jenkins Sr., a dynamic pastor and man of God. And this is where I have been since 1996. But you know it. My problems didn't stop here. Problem number three, I knew nothing about Ghana. People living in Ghana, people living in poverty, especially those who are unable to meet daily needs like food, clean water, clothing, medical, education, and more. And yet, trusting God, I agreed to travel down this road. Now, I may be a little slow, but after some 20 years of being led by God, I began to understand what the first 10 years were all about. During the first 10 years, we had some success stories to help meet basic needs. For example, we took electricity into rural villages. We awarded scholarships at the senior high and university levels. We fed and clothed needy children built school blocks, and more. It was clear to me that I was in over my head, so I knew God was in control. Having said this, the first 10 years had three major components. Number one, it gave us the opportunity to identify the village to be used as the model. You see, since communities suffer the same conditions, If we design a successful model, 
that molecule that model can be picked up and dropped down into any community. So for Sankofa, Alec Boshi, located in the greater Accra region of Ghana, will serve as the model community. The vision, Alec Boshi will serve as the model for Ghana, and Ghana will serve as the model for Africa. Number two, the first 10 years taught me how to be comfortable thinking outside the box. You see, following God requires me to accept tasks even when I know that I don't have the knowledge, skills, and abilities to complete the task successfully on my own. In all honesty, it requires faith. And that's what God is all about. And number three, the first 10 years was all about relationship building. Relationship is twofold. First, my relationship with God, and then my relationship with the Ghanaian people. Now, when it comes to God, the success stories prove to be building blocks for the relationship that result in trust. God gave his word and kept his word. It doesn't get any better than that. When it comes to the people, I was building a strong surface relationship with the people. This is a relationship where, you know, you know the people, but you really don't know the people. You can clearly understand uh, the people and you can clearly understand the conditions that exist, but you will never know the real reasons why. At this level, you cannot affect real change in the people that promote long-term lifestyle changes. At the surface level, you can give them money and they will spend it. Then they will come back to you for more money and this can go on for a lifetime. But the surface relationship is a start and that's important. Now, after 10 years, the relationship with God continued to strengthen and the relationship with the people began to change from surface to beneath the surface. What was really happening is God was touching their hearts. Beneath the surface, you will see some beautiful qualities in these people. I love them. And I will use future episodes to discuss this in more detail. But for this episode, I want to focus on trust and money. When it comes to trust, needy Ghanaians, and probably most in general, regardless of economic status, do not trust African Americans because they see us as white. And when they think about white, they think about colonialism, and that is a negative part of their history. So they don't trust us. And truth be told, hmm, we don't trust them. We don't know them. It may be in our hearts to help them, but we don't know them. How do you help someone long term when you don't know them? This lack of trust is a very challenging way to build a relationship. Now, when it comes to money, what I'm about to say is not limited to the needy Ghanaian. I think it applies to anyone who is trying to meet basic needs on a daily basis, 
worldwide. The culture promotes day-to-day thinking to coincide with day-to-day struggles. Their focus is to get the money out of our pockets today because they have been taught that more money is the answer to all their problems. So, day-to-day, they chase money. Now, while they are chasing money, I know that new knowledge and the application of that knowledge to daily living is the answer to their problems long-term. And, of course, when I say new knowledge, I'm speaking of God's Word. So the challenge is how do you blend the two? They want more money, and I know that new knowledge is the key. All I can say is it's up to God to touch their to touch the hearts, really on both sides. He has to touch our hearts to be patient while he touches their hearts to embrace the message and the lifestyle. And this can take a long time. So you must be in it for the long haul. I'm in it long term. I have been on this journey since 1994 and I will do it until God calls me home. Thus far, it's been an unbelievable journey. And I know the best days and years are ahead of me. I thank God for the opportunity to play a small part in such a huge undertaking. So, in summary, to me, to help the needy in Africa, you must, one, be led by the Spirit and not by the flesh. Two, you must be comfortable operating outside the box. Three, you must have a strong sense of patience while waiting on God's timing. Four, you must have a beneath-the-surface relationship with the people you intend to help. And five, you must be in it long-term. This concludes Episode 1. Now that we have addressed some of the challenges, episode two will cover just a few success stories led by God. As for me, I'm prepared to continue soaring beyond, beyond. What about you? I look forward to our journey together. Until next time. Soaring beyond, beyond I'm soaring beyond, beyond I'm soaring beyond, beyond I'm soaring beyond